Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. Welcome to the new season of the Group Leader Podcast. And so we are super excited, Mike, because this season, uh, we actually, there's been so much success. I mean, everybody's talking about this podcast, right? Through oh, the yeah. first four seasons. Yeah. I mean, there's this buzz. That's right. Nationally, <laughs> it is going, it has just gone viral that we actually have a new sponsor. Oh, who is it? Oh, and so our sponsor, Replicate Ministries. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if, if for people, the reason why we laugh it, uh, is Replicate Ministries is sponsoring this podcast. The reason it's funny is because uh, our church, Long Hollow, has an outward facing uh, ministry called Replicate. And so the group's ministry that we he- do here at Long Hollow, we have an outward facing one that equips churches to do the same. And so much of what we talk about here in doing groups at Long Hollow applies directly into how we train church leaders to do groups across the country. And so uh, Replicate is actually starting a new podcast network called the Replicate Podcast Network. Um, Clever. And so (laughs) clever, you know, clear beats clever every time, right? Uh, And so anyway, the Replicate Podcast Network, if you haven't seen it, uh, you have Make Disciples with Robbie Gallaty, and then you also have a new one that's coming, uh, Disciple Her, which is with Candy Gallaty and Julie Woodruff. It's going to be good. I know that's gonna be fun. I'm gonna, I'm definitely subscribing to that one. Um, I won't tell Robbie which one I listen to more. And so, uh, but if, if you're a long hollow group leader with us, nothing really changes for you. We'll continue to have resources in the show notes, but if you are a part of the growing community of church leaders that are listening in to this podcast, we are going to start giving you some resources in addition that are going to help you go deeper into not just, uh, the topic we discuss, but how do you implement this group strategy in your church? So that'll always be in the show notes. We'll talk more about that now that the announcements are through Mike. Let's talk about this season. So our newest season is starting a life group. And so we have finally gotten around to your favorite yep. life group. So. My bread and butter. I know. It's <laughs> taken a little while, but we've gotten there. We have yeah. started a D group. We have multiplied a D group. And now we are starting a life group. Uh, and so we are going to have some episodes that are going to be walking you through what it looks like to start a life group, as well as uh, in the coming weeks, we're going to have some awesome resources that are going to help you in case you want to start your own life group, in case you have friends that you want to bring in um, and discuss the Bible together and have fun and have fellowship. We want to give you uh, resources to help you do that. So Mike, Let's jump into our questions today. Uh, the you know a life group, the way that we define it is it's a life changing community where you can belong, believe, and become. We're going to talk more about that in episodes to come. Uh, but let's just talk real quickly because we have to start with the why, right? We have to explain what we yep. mean, why it's important. Um, many many people have already heard this, so we we don't have to spend the whole episode on this, but why is community important? And then my follow-up question for you is what is life-changing community? Like, why do we use that adjective? So why it is important is, you know, we use the phrase, uh, and it's not unique to us. You know, this is a pretty common phrase in the group's world, but you know, we believe it. Life change happens best in circles, not rows. So, um, 
we can hear the message on Sunday, you know, we can worship through that, uh, you know, either online or in person, depending on where you're at. Uh, but until we get into that circle to start actually practically applying it and living it out, we can't expect life change. So yeah, community is important because that's where life change starts. That's now, right. What life-changing community is, uh, so, you know, we've used the term biblical community, right? So it's the same thing. So when we say life-changing community, we're talking about biblical community. It's a community of people that are focused on God's word. Uh, So this is the community that we see in Acts 2, right? So they were devoted to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer, right? So they they were engaged in the Bible, they were engaged in prayer and they were engaged with one another. So they yeah. were living this together. And that group that we see in Acts 2 also had an inward and an outward impact. So they were devoting mm. themselves to these things. They were taking care of each other. You know, They sold all their belongings uh, and took care of each other's needs. They did all these things. That's the inward impact. But the outward is found at the end of that passage in verse 47 where it says daily the Lord was adding to them uh, those who were being saved. So Mm. the group of life-changing or biblical community is going to have an inward and an outward impact, right? So that's the why and the what. Yeah, no, I love that. And, 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 you know, we say life-changing community very intentionally. And so just quickly to kind of explain that is the reason why we say life-changing over biblical is because, there are people, think about your neighbor who doesn't know Jesus. Uh, do they really want biblical community? They don't understand the value of biblical community. Um, our friends who are already saved do, but not my neighbor who doesn't know Jesus. That but what he does value, to him. that's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. It doesn't mean anything to him. But my neighbor across the street who doesn't know Jesus yet, that I'm trying to invite into my home to a hangout night, they do want to experience life change. Yeah. And so it's just an outward facing sign if there uh, of it's an outward facing way of saying the same thing but it's very much that biblical community I love you said word prayer um, and fellowship and that inward and outward impact that's that life changing community no that's that's really good All right Vic in a moment I want to talk about a blog post that you had written uh a while back where you talk about these three moments that happen in life changing community I thought they were super helpful Uh, But first, what I'd like, we're going to hear an announcement from Replicate Ministries about how it is equipping church leaders to provide this life-changing community for its members. Three years ago, I was a groups pastor and was frustrated because though I had a passion for discipleship, I didn't know how to create a simple, effective strategy to help my people make disciples. In October 2017, I met Replicate Ministries and can honestly say it changed the trajectory of my life and our church. Fast forward to today, I serve with Replicate and we've launched a new training platform that has become the heartbeat of our community, the Replicate Network. This connects you with our Replicate team and like-minded church leaders across the country. Our team provides exclusive training that is practical and relevant every single week. So if you need a coach and a support system to help you lead your disciple-making movement, join me and our team in our growing community at replicatenetwork.com. All right, Vic. So we were talking about these three moments that happen in life-changing community. I think what I love about these uh, moments that you've pointed out is it, it really helps me as a leader to understand 
whether or not life change is happening because it can be difficult to see at times when you're in kind of the grind of leading the group and you're going through um, the meeting weekly, the party monthly, the serving court, all these things, it can be kind of difficult sometimes to see it. So I found the, these yeah. moments that you pointed out were really helpful in, for me, evaluating how the group was doing. So what are these yeah. moments that you've identified? Sure, sure. So the first one is the one another moments. And so that one another is just referring to uh, pray for one another, bear one another's burdens. There's in the, I think there's 58 one another statements um, yeah. in the Bible. Depending on how you count them. Yes. I know it's, if you go and look that up, you some get a lot of different numbers. Yeah. What's important to know is that it's a lot. Yes. <laughs> and so <laughs> there are a lot of one another statements throughout the Bible where it shows how basically how we put faith into works in biblical community, our life-changing community, how we serve one another, we care for one another, we bear one another's burdens, we pray for one another, you get it, right? Confess sins to one another, you can go on and on. Yeah. And so that is that first one, it's just one another's. And that's really why when we talk about community and why life change happens there uh, best is because it's really faith moves to works. We start to live out our faith with one another and we start to care for one another, serve one another. Um, and so it does kind of two things. It one, it, it puts uh, the love of Christ on display to those that we're serving and that we're, that we're helping. And then two, it, it helps us as we put our faith into practice, man. I, I mean, as we all know, we start to see, like, as I serve someone, I realize, and it helps me reflect on how much God served me, how much yeah. Christ served me, how yeah. much he loves me. And so those one another uh, moments are kind of the first uh, moment that I would say when you're seeing that, you're like, okay, man, this is where uh, that life-changing community is happening. This yeah. is where it's different than the community that the world has to offer. And so would you agree? I mean, the one another moments, maybe something that you've experienced in your life group experience on that? Uh, absolutely. I think, you know, there's a phrase that I read in a book a while back and you know me, I, I can recall a lot of quotes. I can never remember where I read them or heard them from, but, uh, pretty soon they just all are Mike Anthony quotes. <laughs> yeah. I'll just start taking credit for them. It's fine. That's right. Uh, but you know, there was this phrase where, you know, when we're thinking about that life group environment, it's a place where you can be needed and needy at the same time. Hmm. So you're, you're not just coming there to consume. You're coming there to be part of a community to contribute. So, yes, yeah. you're going to be living out these one another's towards these people, but they're going to be living out those one another's towards you as well. Mm -hmm. So it's it's this give and take kind of symbiotic relationship yeah. that um, that it well it helps us grow. It's what we're talking about. It's how spiritual That's change, right. life change happens. Yeah, I love that. And so that one of the where you're needed and you're needy. I get that. that. That's a really good way of saying it. I like that Mike Anthony quote you have. There. Yeah, I'm, I'm genius. This stuff just <laughs> that's comes right. To me. That's right. The <laughs> second one actually comes from a quote that I actually know where it came from. Uh, so, uh, C.S. Lewis. Uh, so the second moments you're looking for is you two moments, uh, not the band, but you Y O U. So two, not Bono. T O O. Bono's right, not, not Bono. Okay. That's right. <laughs> uh, so C.S. Lewis said this. He said the typical expression of opening friendship would be something like, what? You two? 
And I love that because it says so many friendships start when we say, oh my goodness, you struggle with that too. Yeah. Oh, you, you like that too. Oh, you're interested in that too. You know, and it's this connection. It's when relationships start to happen with one another. Um, but also what I think about it is it's, it's a place when people open up and they're vulnerable and they're transparent it begins to, somebody else connects with that, they relate to it, and it creates an authentic environment. And it's this authentic environment because we know that Jesus is the one who has everything together, not us. Therefore, we can be open about our shortcomings, our weaknesses, yep. and we can all, we can just be honest and transparent. And it creates this authenticity that is found nowhere else in the world. And so the second moment where you're like, man, this community offers something that the world does not is when you have those you too moments. Oh, you too, you struggle with that. And so, um, yeah, that's, that to me, that one's probably one of my favorites because it, I love the authenticity and where people, uh, whenever people who are coming in say, you know, I didn't think believers struggled with this or Christians struggled with this, but then I got there and they opened up and they're honest. And I realized, man, I can connect with that person. Yeah. This is why the, this is why the discussion at group is so vital because if, if the, if your group time is another lecture or another lesson, you can't have you two moments. Yeah. That's but a great if point. You're, and we need the preaching. I'm not discounting Sunday sermon. We need it. We want it. We're going to keep doing it. Uh, but it's in this environment where we're having a discussion about that sermon that these you two are these you two moments come about because when someone is sharing, they're like, man, you know, he said this, I'm really struggling with this. A lot of times we have a tendency to keep that to ourselves because we think we're the only ones that struggle with it. But when we start voicing it in the context of community, in the context of the life group, that's where people start thinking, Oh, I've been struggling with that too. I thought I was the only one for years Mm. that had this problem, but now I'm finding out that there's two, three other people in the group that are struggling with the exact same thing. And that's when these moments come to play when we're having a conversation about what we need to do with scripture, not downloading more information about it. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's so good. I love it. That's why we, we facilitate, we don't teach. And so the third moment that I would say is uh, these are aha moments. And so this is the light bulb that goes off. Um, And essentially like, I don't don't know if you can relate to this personally, but um, like you have these sermons and you hear a great word, like Robbie shares something. You're like, man, that is so good. And then when you leave and you go back home, you just get to a place where you're like, okay, so what do I do with that? Yeah. Like, cause the truth of the matter is on a Sunday morning, the one speaker has to hit a application point that applies to everybody. But the truth of the matter is it, though it does apply to everybody, there's a general principle that's going to apply to you and me, Mike, both. But the way that I need to respond to it is going to be different than yep. the way that you need to respond to it. And so, you know, I mean, whether that be like, I mean, you probably heard the, be wise in your relationships and I'm like, okay, well, what does wisdom look like? Yeah. <laughs> you what know, do I like, do with that? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> create margin in your life so you can focus on your marriage. Okay. Like what, what do I cut? You know, like give generously. Okay. How much do I give? Like, you know, submit to Christ as the Lord of your life. Okay. Where do I start? You know, like you just (laughs) read your Bible. Okay. That's right. Where do I start? (laughs) It's it, this community is where things go from principles to practice. It's where it goes from just this idea to actually implementing it in our life. 
And so we say all the time that believers that uh, like it's crucial for believers to remember that maturity is not measured by information, but application. And it's in community that we realize, man, like the principles become practical and we have accountability to apply it in our life. It's really when the light bulb goes off and says, oh, so that's what wisdom looks like. Yeah. Oh, so that's what prioritizing my marriage looks like. Oh, so if I do this, that is being generous. Those are the moments that happen in community. And so that's, those would be those aha moments. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I think that again, going back to the facilitating the conversation, you know, that can't happen if we're not doing that, if we're not having a conversation with our life group saying, Hey, so here's what I got out of the message. And just being open about it, like, hey, I don't really understand. Yeah. Okay, he's got any more margin in my life so I can focus on my marriage. You know, I have no idea how to do that. Has anybody in the group ever done that before? Or, you know, what, however that looks, then we get to start being not just, we don't start growing spiritually ourselves. We get to be a part of someone else's spiritual growth also. Right. Which is huge. <laughs> No, I love that. That's why you'll hear with, you'll see with our curriculum, you'll see a lot of these played out in our curriculum, uh, but that's one of them where we're always going to give you a next step, a practical response that's relevant and timely in your life. And so uh, those are the three moments. Uh, So again, one another moments, YouTube moments and aha moments. Um, And that's just a good indicator that life change is happening in your life group. Um, And there are moments that really those three together are unique and can only be found um, in biblical community. And so uh, as we finish, again, if you're a Long Hollow member, you can see below some of the resources for you guys. Uh, if you're a church leader listening in, we would love to help you uh, and give you some discipleship resources to help you lead your home, group, or church. And so just join our Replicate community by clicking the link below, and we'll send you those resources directly to your inbox. And so lastly, subscribe if this is helpful for you. Share with a friend, rate us. We're super excited uh, for the new season that is here, How to Start a Life Group, and we hope to help you in the days ahead.